Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash, a podcast where a bunch of grown men, women, or whatever you want to be, get together and talk professional wrestling, sports entertainment, as Chris Jericho just identified himself as a sports entertainer the other night on Dynamite. We talk all that. We talk all about how if we ran a territory, how we would book it, what we would do wrong, what we think our favorite companies are doing great, what they're doing awful at. Everything like that, but as I always say, we have no credibility, but it's always a great time talking it and going on with it. Today, we got, you know, a little 1v1, not really a, a match, but a little one-on-one action here, you know. Uh, I'll let him talk, introduce himself here in a second, but what we got is my man, one of the boys from the Star and Five podcast, the mayor, Mr. Dan Dankins. How you doing, bro? What's up, everybody? We back. New episode of Wrestling is Trash. With your boy from deepest darkest Africa, shout out to Akeem the Dream. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> not much, not much. Yeah, just I know you're gonna say it later, but I'm gonna. So I did everything I need to do to publish this episode as quick as I can. After for this reason, I was gonna do the audio, which shouldn't take long. Uh, the Star and Five podcast is doing a uh, Sweet Sixteen uh, bracket today of like hip hop, R and B music caught my attention very very big because i love that type of music so i don't know if you want to give a cheap plug now for if people are listening they can maybe catch you live today and then come back and listen to this well because we're not live you're going to have to now listen to this on our youtube or podcast streaming platforms just search the star five podcast but what we are doing today and kind of keeping it in our theme of women's history month shows is we decided to do a Sweet 16's tournament. The Sweet 16's tournament is going to be R&B, hip-hop, mashups, and remix songs. I took it upon myself to select the, what I thought was some of the top 16 R&B slash hip-hop remixes and, and pairings and just randomize the tournament. Like, no, no special seating. I just put the names in, hit randomize three times just to make it fair. And the matchups are going to be the matchups. You'll see them later today or as if you already looked, you see them on our Instagram and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, it should be fun. Live participation is going to, uh, to, to, to be where the votes go through and how the votes go through. So when you're listening to this, you missed out on the live participation but hopefully we should be doing another one next week, different kind of tournament. And yeah, this is going to be fun today. And the reason why we did 16 is so we could get it all in, in one show because we're not running this shit for three weeks, two weeks, none of that. Not like the big tournament that I do, but we're just keeping it short and sweet to have a nice fun, hopefully hour or two on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier before we went live, everyone, we were talking about, uh, like copyright issues and playing songs. So I'm going to be watching from home. So they might not be able to play music, but I'm going to be playing it quick on my phone to see what I would when I throw my little little opinion out there. But um, Yeah. And if you were already in the Star of Five group on Facebook, I made a playlist of all 16 songs. So if you need a reference point, go to the playlist I dropped on the Star of Five podcast Facebook group, and you can hit all the YouTube links there. All right. All right. Um, what I wanted to, you know, hit on first, you know, I feel it's a must, impl- a must do after, you know, the news we received last week. Uh, 
Yeah, one of the icons, the cool guy, as everyone refers him to, Razor Ramon Scott Hall, unfortunately passed away. Um, has a rough history, we all know, but overcame his history, overcame his, you know, demons, as we would say. You know, got in a lot better shape. I actually watched I never knew they released a documentary on him. It was on the network. I watched that. I saw, I don't know if you ever saw the footage from him. He was actually in my neck of the woods in uh, Mass when he came out and he was just banged up. It was in like 2011. And I was like, I, you know, because you always hear of superstars and wrestlers having like addictions and problems, but you never really see it. Like, that's the only time I think I really remember seeing it. Like, oh my God, this dude needs help. Besides the Jeff Hardy Sting incident. Um, but, you know, overcame that, even came back, did some time on WWE, you know, little classic promos, all that stuff. Two-time Hall of Famer, but, you know, had hip surgery and then ended up having, you know, some complications, three heart attacks. They took him off life support. Ended up surviving four or five hours without life support. It's pretty insane. Shows how strong of a man he is. And uh, so, sadly, we lost him. And uh, it's good having you on because, like I was saying before we hopped on earlier, just due to age and everything, by the time I really started watching live, Scott Hall was towards the end of the NWO days. And then they, you know, they tried that in WWE. You know, he did have the match with Austin, which I personally liked. But, you know, it's just sometimes things just can't be the same when it's it was great the first time. But going back and watching, that dude was a freaking cool dude. And, like, I didn't, like, say get to watch him like that. And it kind of emotionally affected me. Maybe it's because someone, not that I know, but you know. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, man, young. Like, you know what I mean? He's young dude. So, you know, what's, like, a big uh, classic? Like, who stands out to you more, Scott Hall? Razor Ramon, or maybe even some of the old Scott Hall that I learned about in his documentary. No, I, 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 re, I mean, my first introduction to him, to be fair, was Razor. And I mean, when he was initially came out in the WWF at the time. But me being the person who I am, over the years, you do some research, you do some digging mm-hmm. to find out, oh, shit, this dude has had a very long career before Razor Ramon. You know, very long career. This this guy was a tag team champion with the formerly Mr. Per- the formerly known as yeah. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Who Kurt Henning Kurt Henning at one time was my all-time number one at one time. There's you Makes know sense. We, could He's perfect. On, <laughs> we could go on about that forever, but you know, like to, to find out that and then find out he was the, the, the diamond stud in a couple places and to see how big he was after the fact, you know, like after like before, I mean, once he came in as Razor Ramon, that was like a smaller version of what he used to be. And this is the dude yeah. that was six, seven, six, eight. But he was like fucking jacked. Like, yeah, he was jacked. I- yeah, it was God. nuts. It's just, oh, yeah. So I don't know if, it, I know you have Peacock. If you haven't watched it, I think it came out maybe in 2014. I think they released it right after he went to the Hall of Fame. So it ends with him going into the Hall of Fame the first time. Definitely, if you haven't watched it, I definitely recommend it. It's not that long either. I think it was only like 45, 50 minutes. So, you know, sometimes they release yeah. these three-hour documentaries on someone. But, uh, right. you know, which but- in my opinion, his could have been longer because of all the stuff he did. Right, which I was going to lead into he gets the ultimate props in the world for me because as I always like to say, what was it? 1995, 96, when the NW, him and Kevin Mm -hmm. 
Nash legitimately changed the rest to where it is today. Hate it yeah, or love it, or love it or hate it, but they ch literally changed the wrestling industry. Like, yeah. like that the jumping of ship. Now <laughs> we've seen it before him, I believe. Where um, was it? Was it um, Alundra Blaze, who who jumped ship with the so, women's title, and then we and then it, yeah. No, I was gonna say like we've seen stuff like that. Then we've seen, uh, 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 what's his name? Why did I draw a blank on my man from ECW, Shane Douglas? When mm -hmm. Shane Douglas won the world title and then you know won the world the ECW world title and then pretty much declared it this is extreme now and like we've seen changes like this before happen, but it was like a we just saw you on TV like the week before. On WWF TV, now we're seeing you here, but you're coming. It felt like the week before, even though it was, I think, maybe a couple months. But it, it felt almost tabooish. Like, it felt like it wasn't supposed to happen. It felt kind of like a true invasion because yeah. nobody knew other than the insiders. You know what I'm saying? Like, and ironically, they were called the outsiders. But, outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they were called the outsiders at first. But. Other than the insiders in the business and in the company, like nobody truly knew. And then they developed this thing called the NWO that takes over the world, shoots their load a little too quickly when you do some revisionist history on it, you know, because they yeah. uh, it, they they invited. I think my mother and my father was a members of the NWO. That's how many people. Everyone, they everyone's in the NWO. <laughs> All you need to do is go buy a shirt and you're in the NWO. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, man, me. this dude was a game changer and. Rest easy to Scott Hall. Condolences Rest to easy. his family and yep. all that good stuff. Um, oh, look, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have our third participant. Ah, your tribal sleep. Your tribal sleep. <laughs> hey, it's Sunday. Everyone deserves some sleep. So to be quick on this with sleep, usually I never sleep in. Just because of work schedule, I wake up early to work out so when i'm like oh i gotta wake up like 6 30 6 40 for this like no big deal like i usually am up and i actually slept till my alarm today of all days where i was gonna sleep it was today i was like ah, oh, whatever i'll get up but uh that, is, that yes. explains why you respond text messages when i'm texting the group at 5 30 when i when i wake up that explains it <laughs> yep yep that kind of and then why i had a hat on i still got bedhead but uh before i pass it to you we were on the scott hall topic you didn't miss much literally we he plugged his uh his show later but my favorite thing is how these dudes just love hip-hop like when you saw the ecw video of him coming out to ready or not like because that's one of my favorite songs too by them and just in general and just seeing that like that dude was just cool and then back home uh, when I was on recruiting duty, you know, you work weird hours, but my sister went to Rhode Island Comic Con and my sister sends me a photo of Scott Hall. She's like, do you know who that is? She's like, I can get you his autograph. It's not that busy. And then all capital letters. I'm like, yes, yes, please. And then I have it at home. I left it with her and it's a little thing. And she goes, who, he goes, who's it for? And he, she goes, Nick, my man wrote on the thing. Next time I'm home, I'm sending a photo to Nick. So I am oh. Nick to everyone, but <laughs> Scott Hall can glad Scott Hall can gladly call me Nick any day of the week. Um, BS Blue, <laughs> we're just talking about Scott Hall real quick. You know what? Any memories that stick out? Just how you taking it? You know? 
Yeah, it was sad, man, because I, I don't know if you, if you guys can hear me or not, because I don't have my headset, but um, yeah, no, it was it was sad to see, man. You know, he the guy has been through such a like his life has been such a roller coaster. And, you know, the guy was working so hard with Diamond Dallas Pace to get his get his his life back together and to go in for like a hip surgery and have that happen. is terrible. But as far as memories, man, I think my favorite memory, honestly, is being a little kid and then you know loving scott hall for uh, loving razor ramon and everything and then finding out as an adult that he wasn't actually hispanic i could have yeah. sworn he was Italian. i could have sworn that he was a cuban-american immigrant because when i was a kid um you know we grew up different so when i was a kid i watched scarface like sixteen thousand times oh um yep. <laughs> i had the, i had the double vhs tape where you only watch the first half because you want to see the whole rise and then i don't know if you know this but when scarface you know it was on a double vhs because it was so long yeah so when you watch the first tape he ends in the bathtub and he's and that's like damn he made it he's in the bathtub he's a thing and then the second tape is basically like the fucking downfall so <laughs> yeah. a lot of times you just watch that first tape and that's it but you know he basically made that character based on Tony Montana and Scarface. I remember him telling the story to Vince, like, you know, uh, I'll be the baddest guy. You know, you want me to be, I think he said something like, if you want me to be GI Joe, I'll be your best GI Joe, but I'll, um, I'll be the baddest bad guy you've ever seen or something to that extent where he told Vince, yeah. that's how he sold the idea of being Razor Ramon. And honestly, that's like my, the one thing that always makes me smile is that like when I actually found out about Scott Hall, I was like, wait, I thought this motherfucker was Spanish. <laughs> I didn't know he was like, you know, this big white dude, but, um, so that's always going to make me smile. Yeah. That's always going to make me smile, man. That's always going to make me smile. And that, hey. that video, that ECW video, I actually saw that a few days ago. I had never seen that before. Yeah, I'd I never, I I'd didn't go. even know that he showed up in ECW at all. Like, I had no idea. And I was an ECW guy, and I didn't know that. So that was really yeah. cool to see. Um, Yeah, speaking with that whole, like, you actually thought, like, you know, he was Cuban. Or, I mean, I guess when I was a kid, I was, besides the Brothers of Destruction, because I just, that one was very obvious that they weren't. I thought the Dudley boys were brothers. I thought Edge and Christian were brothers. Yeah. Like, I, I was that yeah. guy, you know what I mean? It, <laughs> and it's funny. Because, uh, like, you know, when you're younger and stuff at school, like at recess, like you, you guys mess around, you wrestle and stuff. And one of my good friends who I used to watch uh, wrestling, Otto, growing up, uh, he was like a black Hispanic mix. And he's like, we're going to be the Dudley boys. And I was like, testify. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I do that with yeah, guys yeah. that I work with because there's a guy that looks close to like the old Bubba. Yeah. So I'm like, you're Bubba, but you're, you're filling the bump card, not me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, like you saw you saw Rob and I at SummerSlam, you know, we're the modern day less jack APA. <laughs> That's me and Rob. You know, it was cool though at SummerSlam. We like we randomly got a lot of compliments on that. I didn't know if it was the shirt or just to be honest, because we had the white guy and the black guy. To be honest, I couldn't tell which way, which one of, I don't know if we had compliments because we fit it perfectly or just because you never see APA shirts. Like they're not on WWE.com or whatever. That's um, yeah, but before we transition to the big, 
topic, you know, that everyone's been talking about for the last, like, two months, which I'm kind of getting sick of at this point, so I hope it really is official. I want to give a round of applause quick for my girl, Tony Storm, making that money. She making that money for glorified Instagram pictures, and I'm not even mad at her. But I, I just thought I had to give her a shout-out because... You know what's funny when I sent you guys a message in the group chat that she had made like fourteen thousand dollars in the first twenty four hours. She made ten thousand dollars in the first hour. In one hour. So, you know, OnlyFans takes twenty percent. So, you know, eight grand is not bad for just an hour of having no content whatsoever. So shout out to her, man. You know, you can't, you know, it's it's I don't not that she's a sex worker or anything, but you know, you 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 Get that money however you can, yo. If she's gonna not be taking bumps anymore, she's been taking yo, different kind of bumps, maybe on her OnlyFans. I don't know, but uh, hey, shout out to her, man. Good, yeah, for real. Get that money. I ain't hating and impressed, and I'll just leave it at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was a like I said, it's an Instagram picture, like that's a super Instagram picture, like. Expect a little more from OnlyFans, but hey, people want to pay, man. That's twenty dollars. Well, twenty yeah. bucks for that, whatever. Because I, 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 I still, huh? I still trip out on, on what how people just perceive OnlyFans. Like OnlyFans was never intended for that, but it oh, became no. that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it literally, <laughs> literally was supposed to be something like a Patreon. Where it's yeah, it was like a hobby, like a hobby page. Yeah, it's literally we want people to be fans of wrestling is trash. So subscribe to our OnlyFans and be our fans there, support content. Literally exactly what Patreon is. Until Lil Titty came out. Yeah, well and then well, well yeah. <laughs> I was about I was about to say if if, if we release an OnlyFans page for less wrestling is trash, we might owe we might owe the page money. I don't know. I don't know how good we gonna do with what 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 the target is, but uh, Lou will yeah, put so us boys, over the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so boys, it, it seems seems like it has been eight thousand times that it's official that your boy Cody is signed. Right? We're not gonna. We went on that rant. I think every podcast has gone on that rant probably three times. So we're just gonna go with he's signed. Now, maybe he's not still, but we're going to go with he's fine. What I want from you guys is you can start. It's on your, your pencil. Your pencil. So you can start as soon as this Monday's Raw or as soon as whenever. How would you debut Cody? And I guess you don't have to, but I guess it would make sense to stick with booking him somehow with Seth Rollins because that does seem to be whatever. But... So whoever wants to go first, you guys can take it first. I just want to hear what you would do. Like, just you are 100% creative control. How would you debut him? Uh, you got it, Lou. Um, honestly, I know you – I appreciated you dropping the, the topics last night, but I didn't even – I had I didn't come up with anything. And honestly, it's because hey, I have on. no let fucking me, idea. Wait, let, me, let, let me cut you off quick. That's just WWE Raw every week. Oh yeah, I know I, kinda, got, I know I got a show. Like, tomorrow, all right, just go out there, <laughs> go out there, do your entrance, and go. Just, just make it up the, as you go. Just figure something the out. Pa- so, the so, power of the pencil. The power of yeah, the pencil. Yeah, so Lou, that's that's what it is. Power of the pencil. So you know, you're yeah. doing what Vince McMahon does every week. 
honestly, I, I, you know, from what I understand, they're saying that he's going to appear on the Raw after Mania, which is mm -hmm. fucking hilarious because you would think that you want him for WrestleMania, but apparently he's going to show up for the Raw after Mania. So if he does, I guess if Roman Reigns is going to be the, you know, unified champion, then I would just throw him out there against Roman Reigns. But you're going to have to make Cody, like, a very big fucking deal. Like, you're going to have to have a gigantic entrance. He should come out with Brandy, looking all hot and sexy and shit. And he should be, you know... Is that the thing is, like, with me, I, Cody is... Like, I don't... I'm not a Cody fan, so... You know, I, I appreciate the guy. I, I like his work. I like his wrestling and, and all that. But as a baby face, it just doesn't, he does nothing for me, bro. I like Cody as a heel. So mm -hmm. what are you going to have Cody come out as a heel and like beef with Roman Reigns is also a heel? Like it don't make sense. So that's what I would do. I would put him up against Roman Reigns. I put him against the top guy, but I just, I don't see how, how it would work. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys I like that. You want to go? I, I actually like that because it would be bloodline versus bloodline, even though half of his bloodline was still in AEW. But you want to talk about the bloodline? Like, yeah, they they both have like the bloodlines. If you want to keep saying the word bloodline, you came from Dusty's ball sack. You came from yeah. <laughs> like this dude was along with like Jerry Lawler, like one of the kings of the south especially in the florida region with a florida championship wrestling and all that stuff back in the day um but i i i i've been telling y'all like i i've been unimpressed i've kind of disliked the fact that he's going back so i would do something silly i would make cody fix the chair in the throne that he broke do like a segment like that of putting having him crazy glue the throne back together, having him go visit Triple H, uh, you know, healing up, which hopefully he's doing better. We haven't heard no real updates on him, but hopefully he's doing better. Um, or it's just something simple like how AEW did with Swerve without showing his name on the paper, like just have him come out and show wave. And then eventually do something like people already predicting he's going to get into a feud with Seth Rollins. And why does he have to automatically just run into a feud with Seth Rollins? I mean, it's very WWE like just throw shit at the wall and make it work. And those two are very good performers that can make anything work. But it's just it's it, it feels so lackluster, probably because the Internet wrestling community took all the luster out of it. Mm. Yeah, so what, thing, what I think... Oh, oh no, sorry, you go, you go. No, you, no, you got it, you got it, you go. No, it's just like another thing. It's like the, what Dan said, like they, they, they did all this teasing. Like Edge did some teasing and I think The Miz said something like a few weeks ago, kind of like with a tease with the dashing or some shit like that. And yeah. it's like you build this thing up to where, I mean, not that they build it up so big because they didn't, they kind of did it without doing it, which is kind of smart because I guess maybe they didn't know if he was going to sign or not. So they were kind of like do a little thing, but not so much. And then like to find out like he's, he's, I don't know, man. It's difficult because we don't actually, WWE has not said we've signed Cody. 
So like we really yeah. don't know. It's just all these people are saying, "Yep, it's done. It's finished. Three to five million, and he signed." So, you know, we honestly don't really know. We assume we're like ninety-eight percent sure. And you're so close to WrestleMania that you, it's just like you, 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 you would think he would already been there at least cut a promo yeah. to get ready for things. But we just, we just don't know, dude. Yeah, because. Because what I read, probably the same thing you read, that he's been signed for about two weeks. So my thing is this. I get it. You don't really see WWE take shots at AEW. Like, you don't, which, whatever. That's just them. Vince doesn't give a shit, I guess. But, man, like, not saying that you should have taken the shot, but, man, you had Raw in Jacksonville. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when AEW was in uh, Bridgeport right near Stanford, they, they shot a little shot, nothing crazy. That would have been a decent spot. But my thing is, if you're going to debut Cody, and I get it, it seems like they're doing that Cena taker a couple of years ago where he just does his thing and then shows up. Like, I'm cool with it. But what, I was, what I've been really thinking, because just like you, Lou, I'm not a huge Cody guy. I'm more intrigued that, damn, this dude, who initially was talking all that shit about them and all this is running back. Like, hey, you're going to get your money? Get your money, man. Like, I ain't mad at you, but it's like... So the only thing I'm hoping is they just don't drop the ball because this just shows maybe other people who are in AEW can come over and maybe do something decent. But that's what I would do. But what I think they got to do, if they don't go with Roman, because if they do the Raw off the Mania, I kind of feel it's a loss. But I think it's because... They want viewers. They want to get the ratings and all that. And it's like, all right, well, if this motherfucker ain't here Saturday or Sunday, he's probably going to be here Monday. So if you're not going to do that, you know, like, Cody's, Cody's got to do something big in his first six months. Because if they don't, it's a waste for him. It's a waste for the company. And it's a sign to everyone that, man, even Cody Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes' son, who came back, he, if he's not safe, no one in that company is safe to go over there. So he's got to maybe... Yeah, See, I, I like him fighting Roman, but I'm personally, I know both companies do it. I'm personally not a fan of a new dude comes in, even if it is for the world title and loses right away. That's just me. I'm not a fan of that. I know they've done it. Like, every company has done it. You know what I mean? Just personally not a fan of it. So maybe I'd rather see him, like, have that feud with Rollins or someone and then, you know, maybe win money in the bank in Vegas. You went maybe over a thousand for- points in, like, a Hundred miles an hour just now. <laughs> um, the, the Italian. It's like you mentioned. You mentioned like one one of the things you just mentioned was WWE taking shots at AEW. Why? There's no reason for it. That's like that's like what we see on a daily basis from TikTokers who instead of doing video responses to positive messages, people bigging them up and bigging their pages up. They take the one negative comment. That has that's from a poster who has no posts, no, no picture. picture, no videos up, and yep. oh, they want to talk tough and sound like ah, mad rough to a nobody. You gave attention to a nobody. Not saying mm-hmm. AEW is nobody because we love that company. It's you don't go backwards at the little guy. Makes He's trying no, to get back to sense. you. You know now the mm-hmm. shots. The shot is. If Cody is officially signed, there's your shot. There's your shot. Yo, we, and you got an yeah. EVP, a former EVP, who was taking the most shots at you. That's why I feel conflicted about this if he did sign, because 
all that yo if he signed this man's taking whatever however many millions whatever for three years this could be three years of fucking torment of torture of you oh aw's been around for three years you was there from the beginning and you were killing us on your cameras on your airwaves for three years here's this stardust uniform put that shit on monkey you understand what i'm saying yo you know what we want you to be the new blue blazer rest owen hart for real but we want you to be the new blazer monkey here you go you wanted to talk shit about us for all these years well guess what now we got you by the balls and making you whatever the fuck we want you to do you know what what that's what the wwe could do yeah if for revenge you know what i didn't like that cody did though with the shit talking thing because i'm all about competition shit talking whatever it always supposedly brings out the best in people but like kobe destroyed the throne i think that was at double or nothing like the first ever one he destroyed the throne right and then after but he never talked bad like public public wise like publicity wise Mm -hmm. whatever to them but not very often would he so like that's what i don't like it's like it's it's like yo you're trying to it's kind of like you want to talk shit so the kids think you're cool you know it's like a teacher you're going to talk you're going to try to fit in with the kids so they think you're cool and all that and we're the student but then when you go talk to the principal you know oh well you know blah 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 and yeah, that's the he thing. Was doing that because he thought if he ever went back, that's he did. He never, he never on the show or publicly said anything bad about WWE. But, but when he was in Ring of Honor and when he was starting AEW, if you watch Being the Elite, which I don't think you guys watched that, nah, not man, really. did he talk a lot of shit about WWE on Being the Elite? All of them do. They all mm-hmm. reference WWE old gimmicks. They all make fun of shit. Cody used to do a gimmick where he um, was hypnotized and his eyes were white and he'd just be walking around going, oh, the, the Undertaker's first match was in, the, in 1994. And he came in, like, it was fucking hilarious. Um, but he used to do this gimmick where he would just spit out WWE facts. And he'd be like, oh, in 1997, Cody, oh, it's game to the WWE and can no longer use his old last name because it is contractually obligated. Like, he did this whole thing, and um, I just I just find it weird, man. Look, Cody can do whatever he wants to do. Again, I'm not like a Cody Stan, you know. I I could carry yeah. the way. I could carry the way. But it's just I'm having a hard time understanding how you start a company and be an executive vice president and then go to the competition that you've been talking about all this time. Like it's fine. He did it. Okay, great. That's go get that money. I hope they, you know, use you how you want to be used. But it's just I'm having a hard time understanding why he did this shit. Um, and Likewise. that's it, man. I just, I, I just don't get it. I really don't. But and then uh, if you if you think about it too, Cody didn't kind of set himself up good for WWE this time. The reason I kind of say that and I think it is that first other pay per view. So I think it was like Full Gear or whatever where he fought Jericho, and if he lost, he could never fight for the world title. Mm-hmm. And he lost. So, essentially, in AEW, due to his booking, he, he was in the mid-card spot. Now, did they broadcast the mid-card title more and stuff in mid events? That When he wasn't even on the contract, that ladder match with Sammy Guevara. So, they do good. So, that's AEW's part. They do good. But Cody did that. So, it's like... like 
you know, like, cause Vince, like you said, kind of looks at it as like the little kid, the company, you know, that's why you don't talk bad, like Dan said, but you'd even win the world title there. So like, if he comes here now, granted WWE will probably go back to two world titles. So that my opinion, but like, do you have the right to say that that dude should be a champion there? If he didn't yes. do it there? Yes, and, and I look at it differently from you. And I, I see what you're saying, but why I see it differently is because also in AEW, being the executive vice president, it would look like he was booking himself as the champ. So you couldn't do that. But yet well, it felt like he Omega was... Omega did that, though. But, but, he, but there was story built for Omega mm. into that. And Kenny being legitimately one of the best in the world, you had to make that happen. And then oh, no, the, the and then they the story can. built, and then the story built to get it off of him. They've been doing phenomenal with the story builds, but that's not where I was going with this. Cody kind of took more of the role of developing new talent and trying to make new stars and getting people over over there. That's why, yeah, the mid-card TV championship. It would bounce back and forth off of him because it was like, all right, you know what? Sammy fucked up. Let's give it back. Like they needed somebody to make it make sense to give it back to that. It wouldn't hurt that it would go right back off of him. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like when that happened, say if Scorpio Sky got it before then. And then, no, we, Sammy has been the best TV champion. I'm, I I thought Miro, Miro's number two, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't look at Brody Lee, unfortunately, because of his passing as the best. You know what I'm saying? But Sammy Guevara has been one of the best champions. So now you got to want to keep the belt on him. But imagine if you put it on, say, a Scorpio Sky. And then it's, the fans would be, oh, fuck, we only had two matches. Pitchforks, pitchforks, fire. It don't make <laughs> sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it, it wouldn't have made sense. So Cody was booking himself into a place where it was like, yeah, he was playing more of the the – put people over role be more of the coach in the ring because these guys still had to work on learning tv time and shit like that and his place was there but you could also utilize the aw as okay vince i earned my stripes here i mm -hmm. helped that company get to a threat to you i helped that company kick the shit out of your nxt to make you change it to nxt nickelodeon Let's go. Give me mine. <laughs> hey, and on a serious note, the past couple of weeks, NXT's actually began a little better. I've been hearing a lot of people talk more positive. I watched some clips. I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't, it's not worth me watching. I don't, I don't watch night. NXT. The only thing I saw recently was Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis making out. Oh. Two other people yeah, in front of them, make. they were having a makeout contest, and I posted a thing on Twitter like, you, I posted that clip on Twitter and I, uh, I retweeted it and I go, you guys remember those matches like Bailey, Sasha, you know, yeah. the, the, do yeah. you guys remember the war games matches? You guys remember the fucking, the North American title ladder matches? Like what the fuck is this dude? Tri Triple H apparently just cause he lost AEW, which I think we all knew was going to happen. You know, they just, whatever. And it's health reasons, but whatever. Yeah. That that's that's like I'll I'll you know the only good thing I guess you could say about NXT now is Nikita that Nikita Lions pictures. Oh well, that. But if you make <laughs> it in NXT, 
Yeah, if you make it in NXT, you're probably going to make it now in the main roster because they're controlling it. Like, just yeah. perfect example. Pete Dunn is now Butch. But that's what they wanted for this. That's what they wanted yeah. for that, though. Yeah. And well, now, they, they and now, and but see, but the is 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 that what you just said there, Butch? Mm-hmm. You you build people up for the fans to love them, only to repackage them as who the fuck is this? So my thing with that, my whole thing with this Butch thing is that I'm not. I love Pete Dunn. But I'm not even really mad at what they did. Because the thing is, if you look at Pete Dunne, how he was, what the fuck was he going to do on the main roster? Like he's, yeah, he wasn't Let's keep it real. Game, yeah. Let's not keep it real. real. He's tiny. He's a tiny dude. Like, let's keep it real. What was he going to do on the main roster? He's, he's not going to fucking beat anybody, according to size and how things are. What's he going to wrestle? What is he going to wrestle? Sheamus? Or fucking, uh, you know, put him against almost and shit. So, you know, Vince came up with an idea where it's like, okay, look, kind of like a Joe Pesci, you know, little guy who fucking goes off the rails and that's the guy that you're afraid of the most out of the crew because he's unpredictable. And that's basically what they did with him. You know, they they changed his name, which is not great, but they never actually said his name is not Pete Dunne. They did say, you know him by another name, but we know him as Butch. So... I'm not terribly mad at it. You know, Pete Dunn's on TV every week. He's out there. He's looking like a little fucking badass. So, you know, it, it's, 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 I'm not going to hate on it so completely. Yeah. Let, let, me the, ask, let me ask you guys a question. It's the recency issue, though. It's the, re- hold on, Nick. It's the recency yeah, issue, though. Because Gunther. Butch. That's terrible. Gunther. Yeah. Because yeah, Walter Butch. was just a good name, I thought. Walter was a fucking champion in your company for three years straight, right? Yeah, yeah they, like long, long. So is yeah. that that's where I I thank you for mm-hmm. the breakdown, Lou, and I'll throw it back to you, Nick. But thank you for the breakdown because it makes sense that way. It makes sense yeah. because yeah, I, the bruiser weight wasn't bruising nobody in the mainstream, but then yeah. you have a Braun Breaker who's finally going over. You can't change that name. You can't mm-hmm. change. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa is finally kind of inching. I think they're trying to inch him towards that side too, but you can't change like change Tommaso Ciampa's name. That would be fucking foul. And he's been at it's, it feels like he's been at NXT since the beginning of it all. Yeah, it's yeah. too late for that now. Yeah, the only yeah, thing, yeah, the I only think it's thing, a little late for him. The only thing with Tommaso is right now, I think they're they're stuck because they're like, do we call him Ciampa, Ciampa or do we call him Tommaso? So they're like, which name are we gonna go with? Because they just don't know yet. I think that's the only they, thing. Uh, if they go with Champa, I think that's fine. But so let me ask. Yeah, probably. Is, well, one, I don't think wrestling Twitter. You know, not that we love it, we actually all hate it. But it's that's upset. where you see a lot of reactions. So because last night, uh, we just always put something on to go to bed. We watched from a while ago, like 2017, when Balor got hurt. His 24 documentary, all about Finn Balor. And he was known as Prince Devitt, right? Is it Devitt? Is that how you say? So when they, when he debuted, because I didn't know shit. I didn't watch, I didn't start watching New Japan until I met like Rob and stuff like that. That's when I went back. But so did people feel like an outrage that this dude was Finn Balor and not Prince Devitt when he first debuted? Like were people heated that he wasn't I, that guy? Well, I wasn't uh, familiar at the time. I think Lou probably, but yeah. it's also who was, a lot. Of, I I could just go off of this. A lot of people weren't familiar with New Japan. Lou, you got it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I, I don't think there was a lot of outrage for that because I'll, they do that with a few guys. Like they they bring these independent guys in and then they change their name immediately so that they have you know their own merchandise and their own you know yeah. branding on a person and whatever. Um, I don't think there was a big um, deal about Finn Balor's name change when he came to NXT. Like I was kind of, I kind of seen him before. And I, the only reason I saw Prince Devin before was because he used to do like these elaborate entrances on the Indies where he would yeah. come out dressed like the Joker. I think he did like a Joker yeah. entrance and he did a, uh, a Bane entrance. He also did where he came out like full Bane gear and all that shit. Obviously, you can't really do that in WWE. So um, now his his entrances became the demon and all that other stuff. But um, I gotta watch that actually. That twenty four. I really yeah, want to yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah, he's yeah, he's Balor's tremendous. Yeah, I'm a huge Balor guy. Just like the look, it just sucks because he really, he really just never came back from that. Like yeah, I like that Monday US Night Raw when now. he when he was at NXT. I fell in love with that dude, Pauls. Yeah. But when he showed up that first night on Raw. And they had Steve everybody Roman. standing on the um. They had everybody standing at yep. the entrance, and then he was like kind of hiding back there. <clears throat> and then he stepped up and he like popped his collar. I was I was fucking so happy to see like a new talented dude come out, and they were actually acknowledging him and pushing him like as a viable like contender on the roster, bro. And I was yeah, really so happy about that. I think, granted, the way they ended up going with Goldberg ended up winning the title, that would have just been him probably getting squashed by Goldberg instead of uh, oh, KO. It just sucks because he never got But I personally was a big fan of that KO Universal title reign with him and Jericho. That was a damn shame that that didn't, not necessarily main event, but at least have the title. Brock Brock and Thing didn't need it. But, One thing uh, that Raw was actually pretty good not too yeah, long that's ago. When, yeah, that 2016, 17. WWE was good because SmackDown was good too because that's when Daniel Bryan was the GM. That whole shit yeah, yeah. when they introduced the Universal Title and they had that four way and then Triple H got in the ring and handed the title to Kevin Owens yeah. and that look on his face. That whole thing was fucking tremendous. Yeah. What did you guys think, random? Before I, I want to talk about the Britt Baker thing, so don't don't try to stay on this too long. What did you think? Of Jinder Mahal's title reign because I was in that same time like right after so here's my thing I just want to go quick quick I wasn't that mad about it I thought it was cool because it was different like I was like all right they're trying to build stars that's why he's fighting Randy then he he won but I actually saw him in St. Louis so where Randy's from as champion beat thing and that dude had such go home heat and I actually liked his entrance when he was champ like how the screens yeah. were all black and the so I personally wasn't mad when he was champion, you know, and then he lost to AJ, whatever. What did you guys think? Just like a couple of seconds. What did you think of that reign? As random as it is. I thought it was dope. I like the modern day Maharaja. I like the entrance. Yeah. I like his look. I like how he basically came out so brash and uh, with all that attitude, like I am that shit. I'm the champion, like whatever, whether they did it because they were going to India and all that. Cause that's the reports that were coming out. Yeah. Who cares, bro? They took this guy and they put the belt on him. I think he had a good run. And then once they were done mm -hmm. with it, they were done with it, which was a shame. But for what he did, I, I liked it. Yeah, he won, like, the U.S. title and then lost it, like, right. What about you, Dan? Were you a fan of it or were you whatever? I, I think that might have been around where I was kind of checked out of, like, WWE because it was the only thing going. But I still paid attention to what was going on. And I appreciated it because it was like, okay, you took a, you took a chance on the brown man. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't your traditional champion look, looking person in this company. And dude, body. Like, he has the Vince body. Oh, yeah. He got ripped once he that, got released and came back. He could have, yeah, like, like, he could have, he, he could have, like, really, like, ran with, that could have been, like, a few years type of, type of champion, type of character. But, of course, yeah. you can't do that in the company anymore. But I was appreciative of because of the optics. It was different. Mm -hmm. It was different. Yeah. Yeah, just that time frame in general. Like, that's when Samoa Joe had that bangle with Brock Lesnar. And they were killing it with those promos. Remember that awful pay-per-view name, Great Balls of Fire. Great yeah. pay-per-view, but awful name. But remember, Joe was giving him the business. I thought they were going to put the strap on Joe. That's one like, oh, thing that I will never, ever, ever forgive them for is not putting that title on Joe at least one yeah. time, bro. Even I if it was for a week, was, bro. Yeah. Even I if it would have been for happen. a week. I thought it was going to happen against AJ at SummerSlam because AJ beat Jinder like almost a year before at a, like a show in the UK for Break Four Survivor Series. So that's when he fought Lesnar. I was like, yo, this makes sense. AJ had the long title reign. It's a huge pay-per-view SummerSlam. Joe takes the title. Now you can extend the feud to do the rematches. I really thought that was it. And the whole Wendy. Joe, yeah. Like, they did. I'll Joe never. was always consistently on TV. At least they did that for the most part when he's on the main roster. But, yeah, not getting him the strap. Like, yeah, he won the U.S. title. Whatever. He won that match at Mania. So, yeah, he got his Mania win, but still. But, yeah, so speaking of, uh, I've been. So, Wednesday, we were talking. They're in the group chat, you know, our homegirl. You know, I have to admit, well, you made me a bigger fan of her. I think it's just like, you know, support the support. Rosa got that big win. Got that big win, um, which I thought was well-deserved and well-earned. She definitely earned that from her background, everything she's done. But, man, this is the thing you hate about wrestling. Like, people were like, well, them two can only do good in that type of match. And that's the only time they do good. And it's like, well, no offense. Everyone does good in those type of matches. And I think they do good in normal ones as well. But, like, just the hate. And then I remember I saw a clip, like, uh, Bully Ray was saying, like, they did some things wrong. But it was nothing that me, I think a viewer who knows a thing or two. But it's like, like, who cares? Like, who cares? It was a good match. But then, like, people were saying, I guess people were saying that, like, well, she's still not as good as Sasha Banks. I was seeing a lot of that on Twitter. And it's like, like who cares? It was a good match, and she won, and she earned she earned the title. But it's like, when the, we were all talking it, everyone, you know, we thought it was a great match. You know, so what do you, what's your guys' reactions to the match, even though I know it's going to be positive? Dan, did you get to watch it by any chance? Did you go back? I've, I've, I think I've seen enough of the clips yeah, all the over the place fun. to have seen the match. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and... <clears throat> To what Billy, excuse me, yeah, to what Billy, uh, Bully was saying, because I listened, I forgot to listen to the show live, but I listened to the podcast. It made sense. It made sense of what he was saying. Because what, what he does when he's commenting on shit is he talks about tightening the screws. And it is little things that are done to make things make sense. And what he mentioned was the finish. And how there was like Britt Baker went outside to get a chair hit Thunder Rosa with a chair shot. She didn't sell it, turned it into her finish. The match was over. And it was, it's shit like that, that it's like, okay, that makes sense. Why you're criticizing it. 
but he still said he enjoyed the match. He still said it was a great match yeah. and stuff like that. It was just that the finish should have been in certain spots. To me, yeah. I I enjoyed what I seen. I knew we was gonna get something amazing overall. Um, Thunder Rosa more than earned this opportunity. The build yep. that the company did for this whole year plus has been phenomenal. But she she has more than earned this opportunity from what she's done to get signed to what she's mm -hmm. done on the indie circuit, what she's done for women's wrestling as a whole with her own company and the looks that she gives on the indie circuit. This woman is to me a perfect champion for a company to have because she represents you so well outside of just that AEW and her yeah. being champ and still touring possibly is going to bring more eyes to AEW because they're going to see what the hell she can do. Yeah, and then uh, before you go, Lou, that's the part about the internet I don't like because when I saw that clip, I didn't hear the part about Bully saying, you know, oh, I, but I like the match. All the clips I saw were just the negative. Well, not negative, the criticism, I guess mm -hmm. you would say, the critique. And that's the problem. <clears throat> Speaking of, before you go, because with her being, you know, Mexican and everything, Vegas is a very Hispanic area. I, I remember last year being there. You know, it's not it's not like it's an Allegiant Stadium. It's still a T-Mobile arena, a huge arena. where And sometimes people in Vegas are like, yo, let's just go to a show. You know, because there's something to do this weekend. AEW tickets aren't expensive. I got good seats for cheap. So I think, like, you're right. She's going to bring in a lot of eyes. So, Lou, what you think, you know? No, 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 don't, don't, don't try to kill someone because that's your girl. I know that. Nah, you know, guys, I'm big Thunder Rosa fan. I, I just, I love her to death. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a great match. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I'm, I'm so, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I'm on Twitter because I, I, for some reason, haven't had the gumption to leave it yet. But I've been doing a, lot, a much better job of not interacting with these fucking marks that are on there. So, the but man, some of these people are just, they, I, I don't understand. It's just like unnecessary, like unnecessary hate that you just, it, it, it serves no purpose. It makes no sense. Like you would think these people work for WWE or something like they have to disparage the other company in any way to make, I, I just, I, I don't get why they do that, but it's just, if you like, for me right now, the, 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 the thing with wrestling is that there's so much wrestling right now that you could just watch. You could just look around and find what you like and just watch that. Yeah. You don't have to watch everything because it's impossible to watch everything, bro. You can't. You can't watch New Japan, Impact, AEW, all the fucking dark shows, the, the content that these people are doing on their own, WWE, NXT, 205. It's, it's too much. I... I know people who do. That's crazy, bro. I feel sorry for him to be real with you. But my big I mean, thing if... is I hate how they're comparing her to, like, other people. Like, why? Let her be her. Yeah. It's, but it's... as we said, we're, we're, now we can all verbally say we're big fans of Mercedes, Sasha Banks, in this. I think we're all huge fans of her from her look, yeah. from her in-ring. But, man, we all know her fans. Her fans are fucking ruthless. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's no, like, I really enjoy women's wrestling, like, 
insane. I love to see women. I love to see women go at it and have banger ass matches because this shit just. You go back to when you were younger and you're watching like, pig pen bikini matches and shit like that, and it's like, you know, when you're a teenage boy. Yeah, bra and panties matches when you're a kid. Nah, you're that's, like, oh my that God. shit was whack even then. I mean, when that you're a teenage boy, when you're a teenage honestly. boy, yeah. you know, when you're a teenage boy and you're looking at some TNA. At that point, when they were doing that, I was already in my 20s, so it was kind of like this is dumb. Nah, but nah, like, I was, I was in that, I was in know. that puberty stage where I was like, hell yeah, Trish Stratus. Yeah, you know, you're seeing <laughs> these girls covered even in jello I, and all that shit. That's it is what it is, man. We didn't enjoy that shit, but it's just it is what it is. I can understand some of these horny teenagers seeing yeah. that and liking it, but yeah, I'm exactly. not a fan of that. So yeah. to see them going out now and having like one of my favorite women matches ever is Charlotte Flair and, and uh Sasha Banks when Sasha tapped her out on the fucking railing on the on the yeah, staircase. That, was that match was tremendous. They've had tremendous matches. Bailey Sasha is a tremendous match. Uh, Be- the Becky Lynch match that she had with um, she had a match with I think it was Charlotte. I forget where it was that I remember watching it. Enjoy. So you know, I enjoy the actual wrestling portion of it. So there's so many women out there. Why are you hating on one and supporting another? Like support all of them, bro. Yep. Support all of them. It- and my thing is, so with me going to double or nothing, besides seeing like my some of my favorites, like I'm excited to see Punk, Brian Danielson, Jericho, because of just knowing them. I'm excited to see Adam Cole live. But dude, for real, honestly, the thing I'm most excited about is seeing women's wrestling outside of WWE for the first time. I'm really, because I know it's going to be loud in there and all, but that's what I'm honestly most excited for. I'm most excited to see who Thunder Rosa fights, who Jade fights, just to see. Because you know, like I was saying, those names, the guys' names I was saying, you know they're going to get a pop and a reaction, right? I'm used to saying that with women's wrestling. Because you know Charlotte's going to get I don't know what I'm going to get with that. And that's what I'm excited for. Because now in wrestling, you don't get the unknown. You know what I mean? Like, when I go to shows, I know who I'm going to – I don't know what I'm going to see here. And that's what I'm excited for the most, yeah. honestly, is to see. Because I know it's going to be a banger. The, the matches at the four pay-per-views they do are always great. But yeah, I don't know. Just whatever. You got any final thoughts on that one, Dan? No, nah, it's just fans are assholes. Humans, you can't trust humans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and to to and to I, not because I love her just as much as Lou does, but to really try to sit there and find a flaw in Thunder Rosa, and like really, really find that one little granular thing and nitpick. Yeah, she can be a little sloppy. You can tell that she needs work sometimes here and there. But to to you know what it, it you know what to be honest with you, it's a to each their own thing because everybody's yeah. not gonna like what we like, everybody's not gonna like yeah, whatever exactly, which and, is you know, fine, but yeah, and it's just to me though, to me, you have to be some type of asshole to not respect what that woman has done. For the evolution and the development of women's wrestling overall, that and yeah, that's and what that, it is. Too many people look surface level and just want to see what they're seeing on their TV, what they're seeing on the internet, and not dig further. You yep. gotta dig further, especially with a woman like when she came. I didn't know much about her other than I started to watch her when she was on the NWA because mm-hmm. when NWA was first. 
back and around when Billy Corgan back brought it back and it was just on YouTube before they just took it off and just brought it back. She was doing her thing and I'm like, yo, I like her look. She's she looked she didn't look jade green, but she looked more polished than jade and but still needed tons of work in the NWA. Then they made her her champion. Then the yeah. pandemic working at Forbidden Door, she was able to cross over. Oh shit. Okay, now I'm seeing I seen her over there. And all she has done is gotten better, better, better. She just continues to work the strive to know she's a legit badass outside of because she she does MMA. The work that she's doing with her freaking Patreon and OnlyFans, whatever her Patreon shit and her blogging and stuff. Like she's grasped today's content creator movement to Mm -hmm. further push stock. And further push her stock to go up and up and up slow like this. It ain't for everybody, but at least give credit where credit is due. That's like me saying, I'm going to say fuck Shawn Michaels, but I understand that the legacy that that man had. But I'm Mm -hmm. still not a fan. But I understand and respect the legacy he did. You can at least do that if you don't like Thunder Rosa. You know what I'm saying? So, so, So speaking of being a fan, this might be a controversial take on my opinion. One thing I wanted to get into, I know I wanted to talk mania, but between time and everything, I don't know how, but I'll admit, WWE, I didn't think they would get me as much as they got me. Not that I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat, but they kind of got me ready for this Roman-Brock match. I didn't think they were going to be able to, because they've oh, done yeah. it so many <clears throat> times and all that, but man, and this is this is my controversial wrestling take at the moment. I personally think Roman's just on another level and just the best right now doing it. And I throw that out there because of what we've seen from him before, way, way back. But they're just, they're doing so good. Like what they did on Friday, the old school with the forklift coming in, like granted, you know, but what what are you guys thinking of how they're doing with this feud? That was silly, but (laughs) the forklift spot was silly. And especially who was it? Uh, Was it Jimmy? Who was in the front seat? It was like, oh, he was dead. oh, yeah. Oh. Like he was yeah, acting like, but you, you, been, you see, <laughs> it was horrendous, but it was furious. And it, I just, I love this feud right now because you could see Brock is having the time of his fucking life. You see, like, him like, having the forklift smiling. No, but but that came from it. But forget <laughs> that. It's it's the it's the interaction with the fan. This is Mister. Leave mm-hmm. me the fuck alone. This was yep. Mr. Leave Me the Fuck Alone. This is Mr. Don't Bother Me. The way he's giving it up to the fans right now has been like, yep, like I, I think this is the Brock that people wanted to see for years. The person to open up, to not be the beast or the beast incarnate, if you have to say it the way they said it and all. And then, yes, this is the clearly and easily the best Roman Reigns we have ever seen. The best Roman Reigns we will ever see. And he ain't the best wrestler out there right now, but he is the best character working. Yeah, I thought I was sure. done with the, the bloodline, but they've seemed to turn it up a little bit to make it work, Lou. Yeah, what you thinking, Lou, of this one? Yeah, I'm, I, I, you know, again, a lot of people are saying, oh, again, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I've been invested in this feud since. There's just something, again, Brock Lesnar is money. He, that dude is just, he comes on screen and you want to see what the fuck he's doing. 
especially now that he got away from like the you know the usual gimmick now he's doing something else and he's having fun and he's by himself and he's talking and he's just doing it in a way where he seems to be embracing you know wwe now because he's he's said he's officially completely 100 percent retired from mma somebody asked him mm-hmm. about maybe a comeback and he was like bro that's a young man's thing i am done with that there's no comeback ever so now he's invested in wwe and you can see he's having fun he's taking pictures with fans and taking videos with fans like he's never done anything like that before so i'm invested in the few and then you got roman reigns over here who's cutting the best promos of his life doing the best work of his life having the best matches of his life he's got his look down he's got his music down his entrance he's got his whole gimmick down he's yet to make a mistake like I keep, you know, yeah. sometimes when I watch these promos, I'm waiting for him to kind of like have another suffering succotash moment. And he's I always forget about that. He's killing it. He's fucking how, killing how it. How do you forget about that? Yeah. Well, what about you know what? You know what? You know what I, I went back to the other day and watched just because it randomly remember when Cena and Roman fought the first time in like twenty seventeen and Roman forgot what he was actually supposed yeah. to say and Cena nah, one of the one of the him. worst one of the worst ones and i think dan you said at this point you were checked out there was a segment where he was in the ring with joe and brock joe and Lesnar. Yep. he was in there with joe and brock and joe is fucking going in on brock on the mic and Lesn- and and roman is just standing there like smiling like looking back and forth like and then he goes really joe really and that shit fell so flat like when he finally talked, it just he just looked yeah he just looked like a guy standing in the ring, bro. Like he looked he didn't so look bad. Like an alpha. And jo- Joe, you know, Joe will help you, but Joe's not gonna sit there and look like shit to make you look better. Joe's gonna go in and he's gonna expect you to go in. And Roman just had yeah, nothing. Cool. I have that to was... reference that promo again though. Remember when Joe because then he said that? And then he was saying, he's like, you're an advocate. He's hiding you from me. And then he's like, he's like, boy, look me in the eyes when I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> and that and was the error where face, like, yeah. that was dope. The error where I was paying attention, but I wasn't watching because that yeah. that, that yeah. was what it was. It was I paid attention to what was going on. I wasn't invested weekly because, like I said, that was felt like the only game in town. Yeah, Joe, that's a that's a great thing to go back and watch. It's on YouTube because I've seen. I have, I've, I've seen him. He, Joe was, Joe was just on fire when he's he's getting held back and he looks at Lesnar and because Lesnar looks at Reigns to try to like deflect the tension away and Joe's like, hey, 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 you could look at me right now. We could take care of this right now. It's just like Joe. Because you know what it is that the reason I was invested in Joe then was because that's when Lesnar was just doing the jump up F five leave. Lesnar was invested in that feud because I think Joe brought it out. Joe brought it brought it out in him. Except in that uh, speaking of controlling your narrative, this one popped in my head. Remember when fucking at the no, Rumble? Les- mm. No, no, no. We're not talking that. Hell no. Okay, yeah. Lesner- we're not giving them time. Yeah, hell no. We're not giving no, them any time. kind of light. No, no. <laughs> no remember when it was Lesnar? Lesnar, Kane, and uh, Strowman at the Rumble, and Strowman was going too quick and really hit Lesnar, and then Lesnar just fucking popped him. I just saw, I just saw a <laughs> clip of that because it's funny. I just saw a clip of that because when I, you know, obviously we watched that live. I remember Strowman hit him with a knee, and then Lesnar popped him in the stomach. 
and then uh Strowman went down like oof, like he, he popped oh, no, him in the stomach hard. But I saw, yeah, I saw a clip on Twitter where he fucking he two-pieced him like hard, like for real. And when I saw that clip, I was like, yo, I don't even remember somebody, seeing that when it happened. Somebody just put that out recently again. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't is. remember seeing that shit when it happened. I remember him because I remember he need Lesnar. Lesnar was like hunched over and then he kind of came up and uppercutted uh, Strowman in the stomach and he immediately went down. And then you can yeah. see Brock Lesnar go slow down and then they had yeah. their match. That's how I remembered yeah. it. But so, this video, I I, this video, no, he sorry, fucking sorry. hit him in the stomach and then he punched him right in the face. I was like, yo. Yeah, because two things, because the way I just saw it recently is that uh, this is what Lesnar thinks to control your narrative and it was him punching <laughs> him in the face. But then, uh, no, so because I remember watching it live and Strowman legitimately needs Lesnar and Lesnar yeah. ate that shit and got up. And that, at that, now granted it wasn't on purpose, that's when I was like, all right, I'm checked out. Braun, you're not a badass, because Lesnar easily fucking just two-pieced you, and you went right to the fucking ground. And Strowman, now granted, Lesnar's a fucking beast, but Strowman, you a big fucking dude, and Lesnar took you down in two pieces. <laughs> Some <laughs> people, so, hey, <laughs> everybody, everybody can be dealt with. Yeah, no, no, you know, sure, somebody, but yeah, that's... Some of the yeah. biggest people in the world with the biggest muscles are all show muscles. Now I'm not I saying would... I'm not saying Adam Shearer is show muscles. That's a no. strong motherfucker. Like oh, I yeah. would I'm not I wouldn't be afraid to fight him, but I would think about it. You know what I'm saying? I, probably, I would I think about would. it. You know, <laughs> but but there's just some people that just know how to just take apart. Like I can I bet you Francis Ngannou would tear him apart. It don't matter how strong you think you are. I think mm -hmm. a fighter like Francis Ngannou would take him apart. I think Francis Ngannou would beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar too. It's different training, different different ne shit that goes never on. Never when Conor McGregor yeah. was talking that shit on WWE superstars, and they all tweeted him. And Roman's like, "I'll snap you over my leg." <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Roman would probably be one that can probably actually throw down. Roman at least take you to the yeah, at least take I you think to the ground. He looks like he looks like a guy that you get that one good shot on you, or you might be able to get him. You, you, now you, Drew, like who do you think like Drew's a brawler or like Drew? No, I Sheamus, think Drew like, actually, I, I th no, I do I think they could fight? Yeah. Do I think that they could get the ass kicked? Absolutely. Shame oh yeah Seamus looks like can take you into deep waters possible. No, no. Sheamus looks like he could go maybe like six round charity fight in boxing. <laughs> no, hey, hey, no one beats the everyone knows the real tough guys are Ron and Bradshaw. Those Ron are the real Simmons, tough definitely. guys, dude. Those Haku, are definitely the two Ming. tough dudes. Oh yeah, Haku, Go yeah. On, go just... watch the YouTube stories about him. Yeah, nobody, nobody was fucking with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, so besides that, I know this mania we can all agree, like Oh, and I'm a Pat McAfee mark, even, like, before his wrestling stuff. Like, I was always playing. So, I'm kind of looking forward to that one. And he kind of showcased against Adam Cole when he had that one match. I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, But is there <laughs> anything just positive sticking out to you on the card you're looking forward to? I'll keep it short. And, Lou, you can have it. Nothing. Nothing is enticing me to this at all. No, and it's fair. They, I think the Bills haven't been that great, especially Charlotte and Ronda. That one sucks. But yeah, Lou, anything that's sticking out to you? So my <clears throat> my brother in New York hit me up, and he's like, 
he doesn't watch wrestling anymore. He's one of these guys that he watched it when we were younger. And now since it's not Hogan and Stone Cold and whatever, he's like, oh, this shit is corny. So the other day he hits me up on WhatsApp and he goes, yo, I'm getting excited for WrestleMania. And I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, because the Stone Cold coming back and, and, and Hogan's hosting. Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about? Hogan is not hosting. And he's like, oh, yeah. uh, I, I got mixed up. I looked up something because that's how much that's how lapsed he is. He typed yeah. in WrestleMania and he saw the Hogan Rock and Stone Cold clip. And he thought that was like hyping up this WrestleMania. So oh, I'm like, geez. no, bro. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I get you. You're, you're kind of hyped about Stone Cold maybe coming back. But I'm going to tell you the way they're building that shit up is stupid. And the whole card is like underwhelming. Like you're coming back for like probably one of the it's it's probably not gonna be bad because it'll probably be one of those shows where your expectations are kept low and then you watch it and you go oh that match was good oh yeah that match was good and you probably end up we'll probably end up enjoying it although mm -hmm. i will just speak for myself um but definitely the main event i'm i'm you know brock and yeah. roman is what i'm looking forward to everything yeah, else is just like whatever yeah, the only thing with ko i'm looking forward to with that is it's always nice to see Stone Cold, but like K, we've said before, that's KO's like guy, like growing up. So I'm happy for KO, not like the thing. But Lou, I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you're gonna do it, but I guess they're doing Mania in theaters too. No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I still think it'd be. Well, because it's one that. night. Yeah, and all that. I'm not doing so, it. Yeah, I'm not I, doing I saw that. I saw it the other day on Twitter. I meant to send it to you, but I just popped. I'll it be now, damned but, uh, if I'm gonna go to a theater with a bunch of WWE fucking hell no. Just go in a Thunder Rosa shirt. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> just see what happens. But uh, yeah, so gentlemen, gonna put a wrap on that today. I know we got some things. I know we need Dan to contain his voice because he's about to begin lit here in a couple of hours you know what and listen i'm fine just before you close out though yeah. and i'm not we don't need to elaborate but when we come back and much success to you and your journeys too nick and hopefully everything goes smooth with that but we have to get into all this internet hate all of a sudden for bianca belair eventually because shit's been getting absurd and i think Wait, it's people are from on her absolutely freaking lootly we got and go. I, I, I think it's be, I think it's because of you know your 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 girl live, and the white blonde girl not getting her shine or something, or people calling no. her overrated and stuff. But I'll start sharing some TikToks with you off the scene of people answering, what like another conversation for another day. Yeah, right. Yeah, before I, yeah, I'm excited for that one though. Only because I'm pretty sure Bianca's getting a moment again. Well, I don't but, know if uh, she's gonna, I don't know if she's gonna go now because they said that she has damaged. Uh, I just googled it. Something in her neck is is she's out for a while. Let me get it for you. God, I hope Hi she's not. Hyoid bone. Yeah, the hyoid, hyoid bone. bone. She 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 got hurt. Um, by uh, I don't know if that's a kayfabe injury, but I think it's legit because the way WWE tweeted it out, it looks like she's actually really hurt. So. And she hasn't tweeted herself, so I, I don't know if it's legit or not, but it seems to be. Yeah, because I feel if it was storyline, she would like quote it and be like, "Oh, don't worry, this ain't gonna stop me." But yeah, but yeah. So, gentlemen, I'll give, I'll go around the horn, let you guys uh, plug yourself real quick. We'll start with you, Lou, since you didn't get to earlier. Hey, man, everything podcast. You already know everything podcast on Instagram, everythingpodcastshow.com. Check me out. New episode will be dropping 
this weekend. Oh yeah, right. The mayor. Give me something to listen to, Lou. Thank you. <laughs> the starfightpodcast.com. I'll just keep it that simple. Y'all know what it is. I have to charge this yep. computer. Yep. Yeah, he plugged, he plugged his show earlier for in a, like a little hour and a half today. So make sure you guys go back and listen to that because it's probably not live anymore. Um, yeah, you know the name. I always say follow the name. You can't see the name, but it's Nick Anicelli. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, I'll be gone for about three weeks, but it's good because right when I come back, I'll still be able to watch Manny and all that. I'll just be in the desert watching it. I'll show you guys some photos. But the good thing is right when I come back, I go on a vacation for a week. Uh, so that's nice going on a little cruise, things like that. So uh, oh, I have like three or four days when I'm home that I'm going to try to schedule something for us to talk, I guess, probably mania and probably double or nothing build by then. But, um, yeah. So thank you everyone for tuning in to wrestling the trash. Hope everyone has a great day and keep on listening. Disabled planets. Peace.